bringing the smoke already, man. We, we talking. We ain't even started the show. We ain't even started the show, but we already talking. Over here with uh, brother, with Mr. Matt Waters in the house. Um, he's been coming to the church uh, a few weeks or whatnot. He's running for office. So we having a conversation, and we just not talking for the first time besides, hey, how you doing by on Sunday? Because on Sunday, man, I, I be everywhere. And so, anyway, we're here. We're gonna let him introduce himself. So we right here on Bring the Smoke. So this is camera, right? All right. So that's your camera. That's right. my camera. You can look wherever you want. All right. Perfect. You go perfect. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. You know, and I'm running for office. So I'm gonna put my you know my Republican yeah. you know go run ahead. for office hat yeah, on go ahead. here. Uh, House District 70, Newport News. Yeah. You're familiar with the you know the body politic here. I, I really be forgetting what number is what. I be forgetting my own number. So. Who, what, what seat are you running for? You know, yeah, I got so, you know, they, so here in Virginia, they flipped yeah. everything last year, yeah, right? That's what, that, that's what happened. So, so nobody knows what seven man, is, right? Some people moved. Uh, they, yeah. they went down the middle of somebody's house, and they, they ended up having to move. They next-door neighbor was still in the same district. They had to move all the way somewhere else just to run again for yeah. the same, same that, seat. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so um so, Dr. Maxwell, thank you uh, for having me again, and, and, and your church is fantastic. I, I'm going to go in ten different directions, but but let me stay in the political. Right, go ahead, let's for, go, bang. Yeah, second for a second. So, you know, this is a new district in Virginia. Um, they did redistricting to to make it more balanced, black and white, get all the different races, and one wasn't gerrymandered one way or the other. That's fine. I think most of Virginia's agreed with that. Um, and so, so I'm running as a Republican in a in a Democrat district. It's mostly Democrat. Uh, the party called and asked me to do it, and I've run before statewide. I was a Libertarian nominee in 2018. Um, hopefully, that tells you that I can work across party lines. Right, right, I can. Right. I took on Corey Stewart, and I took on Tim Kaine. I took oh, both wow. the Republican and the Democrat on wow. it. And I know you're sort of an independent. I know you got that streak in you. Well, see, I'm a leader, so I gotta be. You know, I gotta be able to go between both both sides. Because right. whoever in office, I gotta work with. I yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, and, and, and you're so you're speaking from the 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 bigger pulpit, right? Not the not the political pulpit, right. but the pulpit, right? Yes, sir. And, and that's that's a that's a whole different. That's kingdom of God work, yes, yes sir. Not kingdom of men work. You talk right. about let's go, uh, let's go vertical, not horizontal. That's exactly. it. And it's hard exactly. to do a little bit of both, especially to get that political arena, right? right? right. Um, but uh, I, I'm a, I'm a father of five. Been married 25 years this September. Um, got kids aged from 23 down to 11, um, and been blessed with running my own business. I grew up in Hampton Roads. Went to school in Newport News. I was I was born at Riverside Hospital. I was born again at Riverside Baptist Church down oh, the road. Oh, look at he stayed out of River. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm looking at I'm looking at the James River right now. <laughs> it's right out the window. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I know the area. I love the area. And, you know, unfortunately, the area, like the nickname for the city, let's be real. What is it? You know what the nickname is? No, you go ahead and say it. It's, it's bad, it's yeah, bad, bad it news. Right? Like, I want you to say right? it. Don't you Google it. Newport News is bad news. Why is it bad news? And this is a great city. Yes. It's a great city and great people. We do great manufacturing. And so, um, I, so my campaign slogan is good news for a change. Oh, okay. And good news, and you can read that a couple of different ways as a believer in Christ. There is some good news. I think I think we have to start with that. I think we have mm -hmm. to start with the gospel. 
uh, you know, in relationships, you know, they, they have that pyramid, right? So you got husband and wife, and if Christ is here, the closer you get to Christ, the closer you all grow together. All right. And I think black and white, Asia, rich and poor, whatever it is, we put Christ at the top, we're going to grow closer together. Exactly. And we start there, right? So exactly. that, that, that goes beyond political parties. That goes beyond race and economics, all that sort of thing. If we have Christ as our center point, as our, as our anchor, then we can have a conversation. Yes, sir. And, and that's why I'm here. Well, I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad I'm getting to know you on the air. Look at this, man. We just out here. Somebody said, did you vet him already? I'm like, I vet him on the show. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I ain't had time to look up anything. I was like, he came to church. He said, let's talk. And I said, you know what? He called the office. I said, Ashley, just tell him to be on Bring the Smoke. So we'll, we'll, we'll do both. We'll feed him and everything, treat him good, kind of figure out, you know, what's going on. Absolutely. So, so you yeah. know, me, I don't know anything. I didn't do any research. I'm researching for y'all right now, so don't talk about me. I'm doing your research right now. You didn't know either. <laughs> so, yeah, so who who you running against or whatnot? I'm just, I don't Yeah, know. so the Democrat in this district is a Shelly Simons. And she's, uh oh, he's she, trying to get me in trouble now. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I don't know your relationship. Show now. So, so. <laughs> he's trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> now, go ahead, man. Look, I'm just playing, man. I got I to gotta do what I got to do, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he came to church. <laughs> man, hey. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, look, look. Four weeks in a row, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole month of Sunday. You know how they say they ain't seen you in a month of Sunday? Well, I saw him a whole month. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 look, look. No, go ahead, I, look, man. Look, look uh, not only that. You trying to get me cruising. Not only that. Go ahead, but, but I did read your book, too, yeah. on leadership. Yes, what? So, listen, listen. I read, I bought the book. I paid the, winning. I, I, paid, I, paid, I paid the 20 bucks. I paid the 20 Read it. Look, look. And I gave it to my campaign yeah. staff to read it. I said, y'all going to read the book. No, they got to buy their own. No. <laughs> you messing up now. So, he bootlegging now. You know what <laughs> yeah, yeah. He dubbing the tapes. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> he burning DVDs, man. <laughs> so, so look, the book is outstanding. Yeah, thank and look, you. Look, thank I tell you what. So no, I, see, I don't care. Look, I came to the church. You know, again, I'm, I, look, I had no idea you had a podcast. I know I didn't know the TV. You know, you're televised on on Sunday. Morning. I had no idea. But I, I went to the website. I got your video. I looked at probably ten different pastors, preachers, etc. I thought, man, this guy's a leader. Wow. Now, it didn't surprise me your book is on leadership. Wow. It didn't surprise me. I saw leadership. I said, that, it makes sense, right? Yes. And you're doing other things in the community. I get it. So, you know, you're on the ground, your ears on the ground. And for a white Republican to talk to and communicate to African Americans, I've been, look, Mar what Martin Luther King said is still true, largely, on Sunday morning. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right? In so, so look, I'm going to the all Greek church. I go to the all Korean church. I've been to the all Hispanic church. I've been to the all black church. I, I, an all white church, by the way. So look, it, it just is what it is. I'm not, I'm not even gonna get involved, but look, praise God, they're worshiping Christ. Yes. All right. So, so let's begin to go back to the anchor. That's the starting point yes. for me. Yes. Um, so if that's our starting point, right? What, what, what are the, you know, and I don't think Jesus, people say, oh, Jesus, Republican, different. I, I think that that's kind of a, uh, it's a, it's a rabbit trail. I don't think it much, I don't think Jesus was, you know, I, I think he, he, he mostly, uh, you know, we're, we're individuals, we're judged. He, he came to the woman at the well. Well, well he called uh, Philip while he was under the tree. He calls individuals, he gets an individual's lives, 
And we're going to be judged as individuals on the judgment day. He ain't going to judge a community or a neighborhood or an organization. He's going to judge you and me. Yes. And we have to stand or fall on what we did or didn't do. Yes, sir. And so, um, so my, my whole thing is, look, politics is that, is that horizontal thing mm -hmm. that does some things, yeah. right? But where the action happens is a Sunday morning, right? And frankly, at home in your in your prayer closet on your knees. That's where it's happening when you're opening the scriptures up. That's where God is moving and calls people to Himself to a better life, to to uh, uh, to to uh, this doctrine of forgiveness. I mean, Christianity's built on this thing called forgiveness, yes. right? And you know, we have there are a lot of things happening in our country today. And again, the Christ message, the Christ who calls us to forgiveness, we need to put that in action. Yeah. We really need that. We really need that message today more than this country's needed it in a long, long time. So, yeah. so that's part of my platform. I, I, you, know, I, you know, I realize that, that you, you, can't do a, you, you can't do a whole lot as a state delegate in Virginia. I mean, you, got, you have two months, frankly. It's, it's a two-month job assignment. They don't pay you very much money anyway. And, 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 it, and it takes away from what you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. And okay, that's fine. But I do have a couple of things. I, I do believe in school choice. I do believe in parochial, private, charter schools. And, you know, we homeschooled five kids. The most I ever paid at any one year for all five was about $12,000. Do you realize in Virginia we're paying $18,500 for one kid? Now, what I would love to do. You go to HRT. Oh, is it what? Go to have the Rose Academy. Well, whatever. But to say, Mom, Same. Dad. Say 18000 Say eight, eight, yeah, right. So say, hey, mom, dad, you got five kids. Here's twenty thousand dollars for a junior. Here's twenty five thousand here. You decide where you put your kid. Now there are a lot of people who don't like that, including my opponent. They say, oh, you're trying to blow up the school system. No, no, no. What I'm trying to do is empower moms and dads to get out of certain zip codes to be free from, you know, what what the education association teaches, et cetera. I'm not saying that there's not a place for the Education Association. There is. I mean, they, they run education in the state of Virginia. Reality, that's the reality. My opponent was a, sets up the board of the Education Association. But education in Newport News needs work. We have, we have 45 K through 12 schools. We have 27,000 kids. A lot of them are failing. We can do better. And you know what? We have done better, frankly. We have done better. So I, th I think getting, empowering moms and dads. You know, Republicans always talk about parental uh, rights, parental rights. Well, there's also a thing called parental responsibilities, right? What's the responsibility for mom and dad or a guardian, whoever that is, to, to put, you know, junior in school? What does that look like? What's that, what does that mean, right? And so we, we need to have that conversation. Uh, the other thing, I'm, I'm a big believer in enterprise zones, opportunity zones. Time out. Yes. We can go there in a minute. Yes. You didn't open up education. Oh, go, so go, I got to yeah. go there since yes, you're please. Republican. Yeah, please, First yeah. of all, I believe in school choice, even though I'm mostly Democrat, because I was a private school person. Now, you probably ain't going to get $25,000, $20,000. I'm going to let y'all know that. You probably get six, seven, eight. Each child is, they put a, hate to say it, a worth on them according if they're regular yeah. ed, special ed, or <clears throat> if they're gifted or whatnot. But it's definitely not gonna be twenty thousand dollars, so don't get that happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say that right now. <laughs> you might get eight, <laughs> but <laughs> you know to go towards it. But I, 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 I'm a, I'm a supporter of that because it gives you the choice. And I do like charter schools. I like public schools. I've been in both, and I yep. believe you should be able to have that choice. And thank God, you know, I ain't running no more. I'm gonna say what I feel like saying. But since you're a Republican, what's your definition of CRT? 
critical race theory. Give me your definition. Well, my definition is, I, I mean, look, it started from the 1619 Project. A bunch of historians put it together and said, hey, this is the view of, of America. It, it's, as, as I understand, it was built on slavery, built for slavery, built from, you know, it was this, it was, it focuses, you know, uh, on slavery and enslaved people. I, I would agree with the, the historians who have taken exception with that view. said, no, that's not, that, that's, that's a bending of the history. Um, you know, I look at someone like Crispus Attucks, right, who <clears throat> was enslaved, got his freedom, was in Boston, and was a whaler in um, Boston, Massachusetts. And when the British were pushing us around a little bit and some action was happening on May, March the 7th, 1770, he got some guys, went up and confronted the British soldiers. And he was the first guy killed in America, an African-American killed, Revolutionary War. And from March that day, 1770 to 1776, for five years, George Washington, the founding father, celebrated that day and him for what he did, right? People don't, we don't read that in the history books, and we kind of, okay, well, that may. Yeah, yeah. So Chris Maddox, uh dies a martyr for this country, and, and oh, by the way, 5,000 black patriots fought in the Revolutionary War against the British. Again, I, I think, I think to, to emphasize any one thing, on, on any subject, right? It's like reading our Bible, for example. I'm, kind of, I'm a Reformed Protestant. I come from the John Calvin, Martin Luther. Okay, fine. You can see the Bible, everything predestined, chosen, election. You can see it. You know, if that's, if that's kind of your jam, you can kind of go down that road and everything's that, right? But you can also see it, well, maybe there's some end time stuff here, maybe from here to here, some end times, or covenant theology. There are different views on it. So I think if we, if we, if you just sink on a one thing, I think that's a mistake. Right. I think what people need to know is the definition. Because what, yeah, like, yeah, what I don't like about the Republicans is yeah. the sound bites. Yeah. Youngkin made a sound bite mm -hmm. and politicized and began to attack black history the same way the Santos and other people. That has nothing to do with critical race theory. Critical race theory is a theory. Yeah. Critical race theory is why were people enslaved? Why yeah. were they enslaved? Why were banks treating black people differently to say, why did they redline and say, okay, this is a black person, so we're not going to get them alone no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's, that's the theory behind it. It's yeah. not black history. And then they began to weaponize it. Your party began to weaponize it and mm -hmm. call critical race theory black history, but it's not black history. It's yeah. the theory of why. It's something that they don't even teach in schools. So what I get tired of is, I'm not attacking you, but I need you to educate your party since you don't bring the smoke. I need you to understand that that critical race theory is not black history. Mm -hmm. So when people weaponize it, saying that yeah. critical race theory is black history, that's not it. And then they began to attack a whole people and try to war down our history. They don't tell Jewish people to forget the Holocaust. They don't tell... Uh, Japanese, or they, they don't tell the agent to forget Hiroshima or Yakasaki. Yeah. Right? They don't, yeah, have, they yeah, don't tell yeah. us to forget 9 11. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they always want to tell the black people, <laughs> forget my history as if I, because you have to know your history to know where you're going. But that is not critical race theory. It's not critical race theory. That's the only thing I really hate about. The Republicans. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you in that, but yeah, I need y'all yeah, yeah. to understand yeah. that it was weaponized by a few people up top. Yeah. And nobody really researched it, but I'm a former educator, special educator, teacher, science teacher, administrator, and principal. 
And so I need people to understand because my job is yeah. when I meet a white person yeah. that don't know about my people or a yeah. black person. Or yeah. You meet yeah. me and I don't know something. Yeah. I need to. Uh, I need everybody to understand that critical race theory is not black history. And so the reason why I definitely yeah. support school choice is I'm definitely starting school next year because I got to be able to, to educate my people because America is trying to whitewash the history of my people. But somebody sit up there and say that slavery benefited me. And I'm sitting up here, hell, slavery benefited white people, right? That's what it benefited. Because, I mean, you, you, you were able, not you, but you're able to build a country free. And like King said, man, you know, when, when white people needed loans or whatnot, they gave them, they gave them land in the West and the Midwest, even help, help them train them how to get certain trades and didn't even ask for some of the money back. But then they told us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Hell, we didn't have no boots. You start having history and you say, okay, get away from me. And then I go to Tulsa and I build up and they blow it up. Right? Then, you know, anytime you start coming up, they begin to attack the situation in Atlanta. Mm. Fastest, quickest, the most real estate sold for the past 50 years has been Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. Right? And that's mostly African American, right? And but every time they kept changing the rules, so you can't buy but a certain amount of houses because if you buy this many houses, you can't do it. Y'all didn't even know about this because you in Virginia, but they tried to make a rule. But if I go outside in Augusta, which is still in Georgia, and I use a white man to be my front person, I bought houses all the time. Mm-hmm. One time he couldn't be there, so I had to go, and it was like, oh, because my name is Willard. Yeah, yeah. Willard Maxwell. So. <laughs> I sound white, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> and so I had the white man going to sign my paperwork to make sure I'm able to get all these houses, right? And so they go in there, well, why did you use him? You don't have to use him. Yeah, yeah. You could have done, no, I needed to use him because y'all wouldn't let me buy that many houses because this crazy rule that you all have, but you're really trying to keep me from buying because black people making money in real estate and they understood the game in Atlanta. And so now you're trying to change the rule. So the only thing I'm saying is, I believe yeah, you're a real yeah. Christian. You yeah. came to church four times. You can't yeah. lie too many times. <laughs> you come three, four times in a row, you got to really be a Christmas to me because I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to talk about Republicans, Democrats, everybody. I'm going to talk about white people, black people, everybody. I'm going to hit the truth. Yeah. So if you could come to me four weeks in a row, I know you ain't just coming just to come. No, no. But I it's need you to educate work. your party and let them yeah, know yeah. CRT is critical race theory is not black history. Yeah. And if you're going to erase our history, erase your history. You well, want to talk to I, I would say this, Pastor, I would say this. I, I think it was a whitewash. I think it was also somewhat of a blackwashing, right? Let me let me push back a little bit. Push right? back. So so I went to Thomas Nelson Community College. Mm-hmm. Thomas Nelson was a, you know, the second governor of Virginia. Mm-hmm. He fought alongside Washington Revolutionary War. He the, when the, when the Patriots were firing on the the Brits, uh, uh, the Brits had taken over his home. Yeah, you can still go see it right down the street. He's got, uh, he's got cannonballs on the side of his house. Get out of here. And guess who fired the shot? Who? Nelson. They said, Nelson, Lord Nelson, this is your house. He said, give me the match. He struck it and shot on his own house because the Brits were in there. Look, did he own slaves? Yeah, he sure did. Patrick Henry owned slaves, first governor. Give me liberty, give me death. Look, these guys got, in 1776, named one country that had outlawed slavery. There were none. The first one was British, the British, I think maybe Brazil, and then the U.S. Mm-hmm. Early on, 
And what the slave traders did in 1804 when we outlawed it is they said, well, we'll just have, we won't import them from Africa, but we'll still keep them, right? So they, they, they like you said, about what in the land of real estate, they played the game. Exactly. Okay, they played the game. All right. But when you take down Thomas Nelson from the community college and you erase Patrick Henry and you erase John Tyler, who was a president. By the way, Tyler, Texas. My kid goes to school in Tyler, Texas, Laterno University, named after President John Tyler from Virginia. Or you want all these, look, all these guys had slaves, most of them, right? If you, okay, not perfect. Neither was Dr. King. Different, different kind of, per, my point is, we're, none of us are perfect. And in that time, it was, it was a very um, different time. Women had no rights either. Women didn't have right to vote to what, 1935 or something. So, um, I was in Italy, and, and here's my point. They had fascism, communism, all kind of isms, bad things. Nero, who killed Christians, they have the Colosseum. You could walk in the Colosseum where they killed Christians. Did they knock it down? Say, we're not going to do it anymore? No, no, no. They had their history in context. They said, look, this was not good. This Colosseum is a beautiful thing. You can walk around and look at it, but there were Christians who were killed here by lions. Does that mean you just get rid of it? Does it say, oh, well, Italian history? No, no, no. They have Nero and Caesar. Uh, and Nero, we talk about Revelation. Nero, who's persecuting, killing Christians, you know, wiping them out. So they didn't dodge it. They just said, look, we're not going to celebrate either, but this is just what it is. We had the Neros. We had the Mussolinis. We had a lot of bad stuff here. Mm -hmm. So in America, too, I, th I think we need to not just take things down and rename them. Like take the Cleveland Indians. They, clean, they named it, they, what they call the Cleveland Guardians or something, right? Oh, I didn't know so they renamed it. They renamed, they, the, they renamed Indians. the Indians. Okay. The Indian, they in fact. Renamed it. They renamed the Cleveland Indians? They did. Yeah. For two, a couple years. So you, why do you do that? So, so here, here's my problem with it, right? The Washington Redskins. You get rid of the Redskins, right? Look, if you, it's virtue signaling. It's easy to change. Not easy. It's hard. But still, it, it's easier to change the name of a professional sport, sports franchise than actually go into the Indian community, roll up your sleeves and say, we're going to deal with alcoholism, gambling addiction, early onset, can't, all, all the things that that community deals with. Oh, we'll just change the name so everything will be better. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we've got to do more than that. Yeah, that then, kind of, you got to go through the history because most of that stuff called because of history and trauma, you know, that they went through. For, so absolutely. it's hard to, to dodge that, but I see what you're saying. See, yeah. this is what I like about my dude, Mayor Maynard Jackson. That's why the only thing, Dre, I don't agree about <laughs> when y'all talk about Maynard Jackson in the song is Jackson was a cool dude. Y'all my people outcast. You know I love you. But I had to go on and put that out there. So Maynard Jackson, you know, because he, he realized, you know, white people want all these monuments. And so what he did was he said, all right, we're going to build you a multi-million dollar place to put all your Confederate stuff. Yeah, yeah. But in exchange... Make sure when you go to the airport, you have 50-50. You have 50% minority business, 50% majority businesses inside the airport. Boom. Everybody was happy for a minute. Mm. But then what they realized was, mm. we don't care about having this in the museum. We just want to put this out here to piss off black people. <laughs> so they, they're just keeping it 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cool with the museum <laughs> for a minute. Then they was like, hold on, man. I think we got the short end of the stick because we just got this museum and they got jobs. But it's only 50-50, it's and it's not even 50% black. Yeah. It's just 50% minority. So mm -hmm. I think some, some of it is, you know, you, yeah. you can give and take or whatnot. I'm just saying, with me, teach all the true history. 
Don't, don't, don't. I don't, I, yeah. I don't yeah. go out here worried about taking down monuments because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, it's a flipping monument. Yeah. And we'll fight about a monument yeah. as if you gave me territory. So we definitely on the same page when yeah. you talk about that. I don't care about a monument. I don't care about that. But yeah. don't tell me that I'm supposed to just cancel my my whole history and try to act like everything was just peaches and cream. Yeah, That's yeah, my right, only right, right. thing. No question. And she yeah. weaponizing CRT, which is not even black history. Well, so most people that vote are ignorant. Let's keep it 100. Most people that vote, I ain't going to say they vote, I vote, but I'm saying a lot of people are ignorant of information is what I'm trying to say. I ain't know you. I'm getting to know you now. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't vote before I knew you, but I'm taking the time to get to know you now. Yeah, you understand? Know yeah. So even though I hang around, you know, Shelly Simon, I got to sit up there and get to know, hey, what yeah. is he about? You yeah. know, you bold enough to come here and talk to me. You're a Republican, so you must got some type of good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, we both blindside each other. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're going to say. You know, cause we ain't even met. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we keeping it real right here. Absolutely. But, yeah. uh, and my thing is, only thing I ask you as a Republican is to educate your people on CRT because it was just weaponized. I just don't like soundbite stuff that yeah. is not yeah. fact. Yeah. It's not fact. And I'm an educator, so it irritates me. And I have so many yeah. of my white colleagues that come argue with me about what CRT is, but they don't have a doctor degree in education. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 didn't, they didn't go to school and teach and, and, and put curriculums together with SACs. Right? They didn't SACs as far as, you know, Southern Accreditation College and Schools. They, they didn't accreditate. Yeah. Uh, they didn't sit up there and accredit private schools, public schools, and, right, and, right. And, 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 and counties. I've done that. Yet they want to tell me what CRT is when I put curriculums together because yeah. of something young can say it. Because of something, some person that didn't even go to school for what I went to school for. And so that's the only thing that irritates me. You're right. And I that's keep, the only thing. That's, I mean, that's, that's the only that's, thing. That's, that's a little that's the only thing. Only thing is this. <laughs> this. Only only two people y'all done had that I absolutely <laughs> don't like yeah. is Trump yeah. and DeSantos. At the end of the day, as a Republican or a Democrat, as long as you have some type of morals, I'm cool. And y'all can kind of get in there, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. I meet him, I talk, it seems good, but then certain policies they throw out yeah. makes absolutely no sense yeah. to yeah. my people. But I do like some Republicans. I yeah. happen to like you because you keep it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You well, got to keep mean, it real. I like that. I, I, I like you I ran, keep it real. No. I, I ran as a, a libertarian, yeah. right? So, so I took yeah. on Corey. I called Corey Stewart. I called him Confederate Corey, right? That's, <laughs> that was his nickname. And co Confederate Corey and I. And, oh, and look, look, look. He worse than me. He bringing more smoke. Look, I got to figure out. He running the smoke right now. <laughs> Say that one more time, dude. So, you got to give him that one. Yeah, yeah. You called him Confederate Corey. Confederate right? Corey. <laughs> and, 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 and Corey. Oh, dude, okay. So, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So that, this is why I ran against Corey. I look. CC. I, I said, look. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, I, I got to, I should say, I got to know him and he was a decent guy. Yeah. Okay? He, was, he was a decent guy. Right. Um, but, but so, so look, I, and even Yunkin, I've taken exception to some of his positions. I mean, look, there's, there's things I'm not even going to get into because I am running as a Republican. I, yeah. There's things I, okay, I, 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 I got I, I to be careful. I said, but, but, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> you said, you, don't worry about it. You got to say that. Listen. <laughs> Reverend, I, I left the Republican Party year. And I'll tell you, I, I tell you three reasons I yeah. left the Republican Party. Uh -huh. Bob Dole, John Warner, who's the other guy? Tom Davis. Just kind of 
milk to so you know Ronald Reagan's eleventh commandment was speak no ill of your fellow Republican. Well, John Warner ran an independent and knocked Ollie North out of the race, and Ollie North would have beat Chuck Ruff. And you know, so he pulled Marshall Coleman out as an independent, and he defeated Oliver North, who I was supporting and raising money for. Um, so I, I thought that was just, I thought, man, why would you do that, right? Why, why are you going to hit your own, right? Uh, Tom Davis, just a milk to Bob Dole, same thing. Boy, these Republicans. Now, 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 let me say something about Bob Dole. Bob Dole was different. Bob Dole's running mate, uh -huh. Jack Kemp. Let's talk about Jack Kemp. Okay, go ahead. Why inspiration? For my third plank, which is Enterprise Zones, that comes from Jack Kemp. Empowerment Zones. We had a, we had a seminar in downtown Newport News with then-candidate George Allen. Vin Weber, Congressman, and Jack Kemp. Room, all African-American. I was the one white guy, and yeah. plus those guys in a room. Yeah. Talking about what does an empowerment zone look like, blah, blah, blah. I like this guy. So listen, Kemp it. comes in, and Allen showed up. He showed up, like I'm doing right here, said, hey, I'm going to, I want, let's, let's, what can we do to make this better, right? And by the way, it's working. If you go down to downtown Newport News today, it's looking pretty good. Oh, oh, I, buy, I got a lot of house downtown. I'm telling so you, I'm tell you me, I that, that whole area is coming up. I'm sitting over them until right? you, yeah, yeah. I got like, boy, we didn't build a lot of houses. Yeah, yeah. They even gave me an award from HR Cap for, for what we're doing to build up the communities, Maxwell Realty, yeah. in touch, yep. and, and New Beach Grove. So it's like, I, I definitely understand yeah, yeah, the empowerment zone. Keep they, talking. I, I think someone said, they called it a shift. There's a shift There's happening. A shift. Look at it, look at it. Come he, on. He got game, man. He, he got game. He got game. He been listening, man. You know what I'm saying? There's and a shift. He go to church and actually listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, he good, man. Look, look, he good. Look, he there's good. a shift happening. He's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you already know they be mad at me anyway. Yeah. They be mad. You talk to Republicans. And you know, I talk to everybody. Look, don't, don't defend yourself, no, man. You don't, don't need to. Man. You stand on the rock. Yeah, you don't I'm need to defend yourself. I'm going to just put it out there. I'm just put out what yeah, they're yeah. thinking. So Allen shows up at this meeting. <laughs> yeah. And he wins. He's a Democrat. Where was, where was he? Didn't show up. Didn't come to the community. Jack Kemp said, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. Hmm. And that is profound. You know as a pastor, right? You can say, oh, you can have all the theology you want, yeah. right? But, but they didn't even know you care about them. Exactly. And it things through how you're doing it in the community and all the rest, right? So Kemp's one of my heroes on the right. He, he really is. He, he's a guy that said he put his you know, money where his mouth was. He walked the community. He talked to people that didn't look like him. And he did care. I went to church with Jack Kemp uh, after he'd long since uh, retired from politics. He got baptized. He was nearly 80 years old. Finally got baptized. Wow. Amazing story. His wife was a believer her whole life. But... Um, he finally came to faith, a genuine faith. And uh, he, we sit in Sunday school class, and he said, Matt, he'd tell me that all the time. They don't, you know, they don't, know what you, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. You exactly. talk to people. And that's, that's everybody. That's it's black, everybody. white, everybody, everybody. right? So, um, so that's, that's kind of my, my political, um, you know, look, it, it, you run it as a public servant. You're serving the public. That's yes. everybody. Yes. I got my little agenda over here. You're sure I do. But when you bring that little agenda out to the house, state house or to the you know, the preacher's house, whatever, there are a lot of different competing agendas in the room, yes. and you're supposed to represent all of them and say, build a consensus. Let's let's move this ball ahead. How are we going to win this game? How are we all winners? Because we all want the same thing. We want kids to have a great education, have a safe community, have e economic opportunities. We all want that for our children. Yeah. Black, white, or yellow, green doesn't, doesn't matter what it is. So how do we get there? And that's that's a, that's a chat. And I don't have all the answers. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't. I mean, I've got some ideas, 
But I would say, I would go so far as to say, hey, put school uniforms on kids. Let's take, let's take the materialism out of it, all right? How about we put segregate boys and girls? Because boys learn differently than girls, and they want to learn different things than girls, right? They, the stories they read are different. What draws them is different. Maybe we do something like that. Um, look, I'd put it all on the table right now, and, and let's shake it up. And it, with technology today and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the online learning that we came out of COVID, we learned about online learning that's very sophisticated. Um, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of interesting things that we could do. Um, and, and I think all of it, 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 the center of that conversation needs to be the children. Yeah, the teachers are important. Yeah, our parents are important. But how are we going to get that kid to have success in this country, which has, a, yeah, you know, you're successful. There are paths to success in this country that don't exist anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I was in Italy for two weeks. You know, the average income in Italy is $30,000. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't want to go to Italy. You come home. <laughs> but, but I was there for two weeks. My wife and I, we celebrate our anniversary. And, and so $30,000 average income. 30,000. It's about 60,000 in America. Italy is in a complete collapse right now. They're in a complete free fall. Economically, educationally, the corruption in the politics, corruption in sports, corruption in the church. You know, the Roman church is there. It's, it was fascinating. I came back, kissed the ground in America. Thank God I live in America, right? I, I thank God for this country because we do have opportunity. We do have education. We do have, um, uh, you know, uh, talk about a safety net. A lot of countries don't even have a safety net, right? Where where you get hard in your luck, where there there, are, there is no nonprofit sector in Europe. And one of the beautiful things about America is we've got a public sector, which is the government. We've got a private sector, which is Maxwell Realty, right? Then we have a nonprofit sector that is sort of a safety net, helping people. You know, and in fact, yeah. stay stay right there. Yeah, too. yeah. <clears throat> some of your Republicans, and maybe some of the Democrats, but I know yeah. a lot of times. You know, they, they, they don't agree with nonprofits and having write-offs when people give. Like, what, 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 why is that? I just want to know where that thought process comes from. Republicans don't agree with them? Well, or? some of them, like, yeah. I, you know, it was a Republican guy. Maybe I'll come from Georgia. I'm from the dirty south. so I, <laughs> Maybe they didn't happen up here. But a lot of Republicans in Georgia, they were always trying to come against churches as far as nonprofits. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, too, because of the, some of the mega churches. But at the end of the yeah. day... That's who giving. I mean, for what for what we do, like the intouch yeah. basketball and stuff like that, yep. and and these people giving, what with seventy five percent of the money, because the government take twenty five percent anyway. Right, right. So right. you got people getting twenty, getting seventy percent of their money, giving to nonprofit organizations to help with homeless. We keep the homeless November yep. through March, every day of the week from six thirty to six, yep. from six thirty p.m. to six a.m. every Every week, every day, I mean, we, we do after school programs, things like that. We partner yeah. with Boys and Girls Club, so they only have to pay like $25 for the whole year. And so Boys and Girls Club, you know, they don't even pay rent there. They just help us clean mm. and keep the COVID mm. stuff down. That's what, that's what they do. So we, we, we have these partnerships, and when some of them began to come again, this is before I got here, though. Yeah. So I, yeah. But in my mind, I don't know what they do here, but I do know in Georgia they were coming against – some of the Republicans are coming against the nonprofit organization saying that yeah. we don't want them to be able to get a write-off if you give to a nonprofit organization. But when people give, that's what helps undergird yeah. and keep some people, some people stable. Like I have yeah. homeless people, which I need to go check on this house. 
Because these people were putting shirts down the toilet. I digress. <laughs> but I have homeless people in a house that I partner with Link, and they give certain amounts of money to make sure that they're able to stay there. I mean, what moved me so much was I told a young man, he was like, what's this? What's this? He kept pointing at So I'm like, what are you pointing at? And I said, are you talking about this? And I touched the refrigerator. He didn't know what a refrigerator was. Yeah. yeah. And so it just caused the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And so when people give to nonprofit organizations, then I'm able to help put people in homes that I normally wouldn't be able to put in homes because I can use those donations to help undergird uh, expenses to put, you yeah, know, yeah. to take care of these people yeah. who, who who don't have anywhere to stay. Yeah. So I, so if it didn't get up here, that's good. But I know in Georgia, it was there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah no, it was, I, it was, it was, I, you know, I, I've worked for nonprofits my entire life, and, and, and it, 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 what what they represent economically and, and you know that social fabric, that safety net is critically important. Um, you know, and, and to your point about the churches, you know, I, I'm going to go back and throw some history on you. Go ahead. In, you know, 1770, et cetera, et cetera, the King George, when he was looking at all the unrest in America, said, hey, this is a Presbyterian revolt. And why did he say that? Because men were speaking in the pulpit about thro overthrowing the government. Right. And they were doing it quite regularly. <laughs> quite regularly. Right. Right. So much so that they started to believe and say, we got to overthrow the government. This is not, you know, we, we're paying taxes for something over here, blah, 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 all that sort of thing. And so I, I believe in the pulpit you should have absolute 100% liberty to say whatever the heck you want to say, mm -hmm. right? And there's coming a time right now, my, my son is going into the ministry, oh, wow. pastoral ministry. Wow. He's second year uh, the, uh, uh, seminary. And there's going to come a time when the government's going to say, hey, you know, you could talk about a lot of things, but that, that chapter over here in Leviticus, if you say something about that, we're going to come for your tax status, or we're going to come for you, right? That's already happening in places like Sweden and in Canada. You can't say certain things from the Holy Scriptures. Now, that's crazy in a country that we pride ourselves on free speech, right? You should be able to say whatever you want to say, political, non-political, whatever. So, um, I, you know, and you are a nonprofit church, and you are doing the good work. And, like, that's what the tithe is for. You tithe, and you're able to do these other things, right? The help missionaries. I saw what you did over, you did work, I think, in Kenya. Was it Kenya? Yeah, yeah uh, Kenya. So, you know, that, the, and it's inspirational, right? If people say, oh, wow, I'm, I'm interacting with a whole different country. Right. I'm, I'm interacting with a different, you open up, you got the DMV thing. Was that today? That was on uh, Monday. Monday, yesterday. So you yeah, got the, they so you, served, I think, 49 people yesterday. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so you're opening up, right, and you're being a beacon of hope and light and good news in the community, saying, hey, look, we're going we're gonna to be there for you. Um, and there's no exchange except that you're there for them. And, and that's, that's, it's the Christ model, right? Be, be, be that light. Uh, be that voice. And if they need a landing place, it's right over here. Come over, come over and see me. I'd love to see you Sunday morning and, and, and get the other things right in your life. So um, I digress, but I don't know. what was your yeah. question? <laughs> I don't know, but I know one thing. No, I, don't, I don't even know if I had a question. I, um, I would say this. Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to the vouchers and just make Democrats mad, even though, you know, that's what I affiliate with mostly. But when we, when in Atlanta, we in Georgia, we have a program called Georgia Gold. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was able to get a lot of African-Americans into private school. Um, and 
so they can offset some of the costs. Yeah. So Georgia Gold, you know, like I said, it was a voucher system. So whatever money that I hate to say this, they put a certain worth on you. <laughs> Not yeah, according oh yeah, to your race, but according with your disability or ability. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Or yeah. your mediocrity. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. but that's how it was. <laughs> and because I used to be over, I learned a lot about it because I used to be uh, assistant principal, assistant principal over instruction at, at Dunwoody High School, and I learned how to make the schedules to get more money because you get money according to what type of class you be. So I said, "Ooh, if I put gifted people and AP in the same room, I get more money." So I learned the whole matrix of it all, man. So I was making. That's a lot of money. I got irritated because in DeKalb County, I love y'all. Y'all definitely gave me my leadership skills. But in DeKalb County, you get this money, but if I earn more money for my school, they'll take that extra money and give it to another school. I'm like, oh no, I done pay, I done done all this. <laughs> this this flipping money crunching. And I don't like doing details. That's why I got Ashley and Donna and all them <laughs> other people. I can handle the minutiae, but I don't want to. But that was my job to handle the minutia. I get all these schedules together and I and I see and I get all this money and, and my principal came to me and said, you know what? They took that money you made for us and they gave it to so and so like well they need to do their damn go schedule better. Leave us anyway. I yeah, digress, yeah, yeah. like you said. Yeah. At the end yeah, of the day, though, they take – so each student has a certain amount of money amount when yeah. it comes to the government, and then you get those vouchers. Yeah. And that's what helped me build my school, my private school that I was over, and build my basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got some folks that went to my school that they go in the league, you understand? And so I was getting people from other countries. Man, I ain't going to lie, man. I was like, shoot, I'll get people from Africa everywhere. <laughs> Come on over here, man. Dude, <laughs> dude, it was crazy, man. It was on there. They did an ESPN special on us over at Newburgh because of the, the people that I brought there. But they wanted to come, and they was reaching out. Yeah. But I was able to get them there because of the vouchers. So at the end of the day, you know, Democrats, I love you, y'all, my people. But I believe in choice, too, especially since, again, yeah. I'm irritate you and your Republicans because of the way – See, I'm pissing both of y'all off. That's who I am. <laughs> I like vouchers because of choice. And I like vouchers because I need to start a school so we can start whitewashing my people's history. You know what I'm <laughs> so I definitely want to make sure that I'm able to to teach the truth and everything. And um so mm. so I appreciate y'all. So at the end of the day, this is this is my thing. Republicans do stuff that I like and irritate me. The Democrats do something I like and irritate. Me, I do something the brothers and like and irritate, and, and vice versa. So none, none, none yeah. of us are perfect. So yeah. leave us with a last word of what you want the people to know about you, or or just you know word of wisdom. Yeah, Close no, us I, yeah, no. I think well, again, thanks for having me. I, you know, look, I, certainly I want your vote, right? Yeah, you vote for me, right? But but um, you know, I I I like I I think we the, the rhetoric's hot in America right now. Black, white, racism, he said, she yeah, said, all kind of things. Lost I'm going to want to go to Montgomery, man. Yeah, yeah. He about to take me to Montgomery. <laughs> hey, go so, ahead, go ahead. I'm going to leave that one alone. We, so, we ain't going to mess your votes up. Yeah. <laughs> that would be unfair. Go ahead. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, if I do that to you, I'm never going to do it to Shelly. <laughs> go ahead. We're going to leave that one alone. So, go ahead. So, so uh, look, we, we've, got, we've got to be able to work across party lines. Mm -hmm. And and do things beyond politics, yes. and I think we just got to get beyond politics. Yes. I, I'm I'm here. Oh my God, look, yes. I'm, I've got a slot. There, look, there are two slots in the course. There's a D slot and an R slot, and you and I. It's third party. I ran third party. So did you. Yeah. 
you can't those slots right. you know it, you just got to be able to, so we're I'm in one of those two slots and I think we've got to communicate regardless who wins loses we got to talk thank you we got to meet yes. we got to do things like look I'm going to your church and is it uncomfortable yeah absolutely do I love it it's great it's it's been, it's been so refreshing to connect and I see things I didn't see my my pick my schedulers Misha she asked a question Misha African American yeah. She's helped me, helped me along. Say, hey, okay, let's do this and do that. She's my, she's my apostle wow. and, and my prayer leader. Yes, yes. And so I brought her on, my first hire, even beyond a campaign manager, beyond a treasurer. She's my first hire. Wow. And and leans conservative. I'd say you know Republican partly, uh, but conservative mostly. And so this is this. We're in a spiritual battle for this country, for our kids, what they're watching on TV. What they're listening to, uh, and, and 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 we have to take responsibility as parents, as Christians, and um, there has to be something higher that they aspire to. It can't be the the, the cell phone. It can't be a TV program or a movie, or whatever. We have there has to be something they aspire to higher, and that gets back to the the central reason we're all here, right? right? So. Yeah, and I what I like <laughs> is. I hate when Republicans vote against stuff just because it's Democrats, and Democrats <laughs> vote against stuff just because it's Republicans. I'm gonna just put my thought out there. Yeah, I don't believe you should have independents, Republicans, or Democrats. I think everybody just there gonna run, and whoever you run against, that's who you running against, and we just vote because how can a house divided amongst itself stand? Yeah, and you can see the house crumbling because it's split into two parties, and I gotta. Like when they got when some of you all got mad at Chris Christie because he went to Obama for relief for his state. How ignorant is that? So he's supposed to let his people suffer and die because the president is a flipping Democrat. So he ain't supposed to go there for aid. Yeah. That is one of the most ignorant things I've seen my entire life. I ain't been able for 21 years, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 but seriously, it made absolutely no sense yeah. for people to vote against stuff just because it was a Democratic president. And I'm not saying the Democrats don't do the same thing, but that's just an example I remember the most because I felt bad for him as a human being the way people just ostracized him because he got yeah. relief for his state. What yeah, in yeah, the yeah. world? So what I want people to do is put the people over the politics because if you really worrying about the people, it'll make you come to cross party lines to do the right thing and not just combat against each other. I ain't realize how much the Republicans and the Democrats hate each other until I ran for office. I'm like, dang. They yeah. told me I hate Democrats and Republicans more than white people hate black people sometimes. I was like, my God, it was worse. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dude, it was crazy, man. You could feel the energy. And even though you're supposed to be running independent as a council person, but because we were running in November, yeah. it kind of made it more party. You had a Republican picking people, the Democrat, and it was just crazy. You're supposed to, on the local level, have a sense of independence so you can really make that's decision right. because yeah. of the people. That's right. That's what really clicked to me. Yeah. Hold on. So you mean to tell me you know you should be bipartisan or nonpartisan, yeah. right? You should be nonpartisan on the local level to make sure you take care of the people. Yeah. So why don't you know that on the higher level? If you're really going to take care of the people, you should get rid of the daggone parties anyway. That's just my two cents on bringing the smoke because 
if if I'm a Republican and I'm supposed to side with you just because I'm a Republican, or if I'm a Democrat, I'm supposed to vote for Shelly Simon and not you just because I'm a Democrat. Yeah. You should vote because of who you feel like doing the best thing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it should not matter what the party is. It should matter what they stand for and what their integrity is. But that's not how we operate in America. That's why we're crumbling. That's why we're falling. Because the Bible already tells you a house divided amongst itself can't stand it. We're divided. Republicans, Democrats, black, white, Christian, non-Christian. We always find the differences that yeah. make us put us apart. But really, you know what we really should do? Celebrate the differences. Because, Amen. dude, yeah, if you preaching and you preaching and you preaching, who in That's the world going to run the cameras? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How in the world am I going to get the word out? Yeah. How in the world am I going to get a podcast? Yeah. If we all had the same thing. And yeah. what if I just had a camera, you had a camera, I had a camera, none of us got a job. Because we all doing the same <laughs> daggone thing. And what we don't understand that we should celebrate yeah. our diversities Amen. because that's the only way you get stuff done. Yeah. If you yeah. do the same thing I do, it'll never be done. I don't care if you got 20 Tom Brady's on the field, you're going to lose because you need a center. You need a guard. You need a tackle. You need a safety. You need a wide receiver, cornerback. You need a running back. You need all those different key Amen. positions. You can't win yeah. a movement. You can't win life with everybody playing the same position. Yep. So if we agree on everything, nothing in America yeah. would be good because if you don't have a different idea than me, like me, you stretch me, I'm sure I stretched you because I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. So it's an attack. They mad because the little statues of slavery gone and we <laughs> mad because you whitewashing history. Leave our statue alone, we leave history. I get it. They're fighting over it. It's tip attack pettiness. And I don't even, <laughs> that's all it is. Straight petty. You know what I'm saying? They took our statue away. We're going to take away the history. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they take away the history, we're going to take away yeah. the statue. Who cares about a flipping statue? I just want a daggone truth to be told. Yeah. yeah anyway, amen. we good, man. I'm done. Bring the smoke, man. My dude, Matt Waters. You can. Hey, you got a, a web page or something? They can yeah, mattwaters.com. Mattwaters.com. He'll put it under there yes, to make sir. sure. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Check it out. Good to meet you, yeah, man. Good to meet you, brother. Yeah. Been seeing you before. We finally got to talk you. to you. See, you'll see me again. Yep. Hey, y'all, don't kill me. Just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm going to talk to everybody, man. So the thing about it, if you want to be on Bring the Smoke, hit us up. If you got something to say, now, if, if you ain't got nothing to say, I might act like I ain't get your number, your message, but I just may not call you back. Bye. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Hey everybody, how you doing? This book is a book I believe everyone should buy. Not just because I wrote it, but because this book was birthed out of pain. And you learn so much during those painful moments. This is called Leadership Growth, The Power and the Pain. You can't have the power unless you've been through the pain. Bishop Morton wrote the foreword. It's been endorsed as well by our former governor, uh, Terry McAuliffe, and by our Newport News Sheriff, Sheriff Gabriel Morgan, I promise you this book will bless you. Please get it, not just for me, but to bless you. Go to willamaxwell.org or click on the links below and I promise you this book will bless you. If you don't just buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. It's a short read, but it's a powerful read. I've been getting testimonies all across the country and I promise you it will bless your life.